Hi, and welcome to PCTY Talks. I'm your host, Sherry Simpson. During our time together, we'll stay close to the news and info you need to succeed as an HR pro. And together, we'll explore topics around HR thought leadership, compliance, and real life HR situations we face every day. Joining me on the podcast today is Phil Abinas. He is uh, an amazing HR tech editor. He works for the Human Resource Executive Magazine, and I'm so excited to have him behind the mic today. We are live at HR Tech, so Phil, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. This is fantastic. So I'm so excited about all the technology I'm seeing. I actually just ran into this girl who's a CEO and founder of this new tech around um, interviewing people, and it has kind of an uber feel to it. Really exciting. I'm curious from your perspective, what are you seeing on the floor that you're excited about from an HR tech perspective? I really like seeing solutions that move from the workstation and the laptop to the to the cell phone, to the to the mobile phone, and that's happening. There was a, a woman, I think from Nigeria yesterday at one of the working sessions, and she said, our employees, like our country, is mostly Gen Z, and they don't do paper. Wow. They don't do paper at all. The older generation, they don't do mobile phones. And people live, they bank on their phones, they, they, they're so cutting edge in their adoption of technology, and it's coming to... HR technology. We're starting to see more applications that actually look like Tinder for finding a job. You swipe right on this job position. You swipe right on this uh, on this announcement. You know, and we're seeing they're trying to gamify the the soul crushing task of trying to find a job. I was out of work for two years, and you know, trying to upload resumes was really really tough. It's a nightmare. You upload. They link to your LinkedIn. You upload your resume, and then they ask you to fill these certain cells. It's just a nightmare. And people are saying, we need to basically simplify this process so that we don't lose the talent. People are, are switching jobs you know, in the middle of a recruitment phase. You know, they're getting a better offer, and you have to be there uh, with this technology to help them. You know, I am amazed so many times at how HR tech hasn't caught up in some ways with just how I experience and engage with tech on an everyday basis. You know, I talk about when I speak that, you know, I have a movie theater that I absolutely love. I love going to see the movies. I have the app on my phone. And every time I drive by the theater, it's like, hey, Sherry, you want to buy a movie ticket? Like, yeah. click this button. I want HR tech to get there. Um, you know, one of the things I'm curious your perspective on is with a lot of employees now having to deal with remote work or hybrid work, we're seeing more tech around like employee monitoring tools. How have you seen that space change? Um, I've seen it, it's it's a revolution and it's taking off. It really is because experts are saying, you know, industry observers are saying that we're going to have a hybrid work model from now on, you know, and getting people into the office. Sometimes, you know, it's going to have to be an annual event. You know, some and it's gonna have it's gonna have to be catered and it's gonna have to have an agenda. Whereas, you know, and there are some old school managers and old school supervisors, some of the middle managers who say, How can I do my job if I'm not watching my employees at every moment of the workday? And sometimes even beyond. Um, so we're seeing this whole new class of, of solutions out there that are that are it's I would call it a light version of monitoring to sometimes even heavy duty versions of monitoring. You know, um, they're looking at other apps that you're engaging with. There, if you uh, walk away from your laptop, you know, to grab grab a cup of coffee or to take care of a uh, of a dog that needs to be walked, uh, 
you will actually have to log back in. And the Washington Post did this amazing article about this law firm where basically once a lawyer was logged out of the system, they have to look into the camera, they have to look to the left, they have to look to the right, and they, basically it's recorded. So it's they make the process so ominous that basically I, I guess they're trying to intimidate people or maybe just uh, imply the importance of them being at their workstation constantly. Um, I've spoken to... Uh, uh, an, an analyst, um, I think, at a uh, at uh, a major firm, and they said, you know, this can have a serious impact on corporate culture, have a serious impact on trust. You know, um, at some point, you have to trust your employees to work because you can goof off in the office too. There are people, you know, all tabbing and looking at Amazon and 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 checking things out. But you know, I think it comes down to trust. But there's this is a major change for uh, for employers these days. Yeah, it's. Um it's definitely put us in a situation where we think about digital transformation, right? And like how the pandemic really accelerated us in so many areas. And then I think about the difference between those that are still on site, like retail, hospitality, healthcare, right? Their worlds were also vastly impacted by right. the pandemic, but in a, in a much different way. Have you seen a break in technology down those two paths yet? Not really. I mean, we're seeing a wider spread adoption of Zoom and Microsoft Teams, and people are, are, are working with that. It has created a Zoom and a Teams culture in a way. But for people who actually have to show up, you know, uh, you know, physically at their jobs, I think besides COVID restrictions, I think it's primarily the same. But you have to help out those employees as well. You have to basically, you know, realize that, that they are sacrificing um, – a certain aspect of their safety by coming into work, especially in the early days of the pandemic. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, my wife is an audiologist in a major hospital in Westchester County, and she changes in and out of a space suit, you know, two or three times a day if she has to go into a COVID room, you know, and she's seen COVID babies, and she's seen this population and that population. So, you know, and it's hand sanitizer and N95 masks was basically the technological technological innovation that she experienced, whereas I had teams and I had this and I had that and just like, and now, you know, there are, there are phone apps, you know, where you can, where you can operate and receive work email, it, you know, this has been around for a while, but like, it's really coming to fruition. It's become just a, rea a baseline reality for firms. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Um, as you think about the next five years, and I, and I chuckle when I ask this question because I, I think, I don't know if anybody's thinking five years ahead right now, but yeah. For the HR professional who needs to usher in this new set of technology, mm -hmm. what are the skills that those HR professionals are going to need to be able to evaluate the tech that they're seeing that's going to be more advanced, more AI-focused, um, maybe more virtual reality even? I think virtual reality, um, augmented reality is going to be a very big thing. They're going to have to look into this. These are such um, – buying HR technology can be very, very expensive, you know, especially a core – HCM, human capital management system. And this is not a purchase that you make every single year. You know, this is something that you you buy and you commit to. So it has to be the right, you know, um, the right choice, you know, or it has to have fewer downsides than uh, than than upsides. Um, so the challenge for five years, I think they have to, you know, they have to bone up on their technology. They have to work uh, closer with IT. Uh, they have, um, because HR, they always had a, a seat at the table, you know, however, in March or April of 2020, when everybody was going home, it was an it was an HR crisis. It was just like, how do you send people home? How do you keep them safe? How do you keep them 
um, not spiraling down an anxiety hole. How do you how do you keep them inspired? You know, how do you maintain corporate culture? I joined two companies, you know, in the past two years, and you know, you know, trying to bond with with workers over Zoom is really difficult. You know, I went to a Zoom baby shower and I went to a Zoom, you know, the the Friday cocktail parties, and they're nice, but. After a while, it's just another Zoom meeting, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. <laughs> just like you know. so, uh, but but for the next five years, you know, there are AI. I think is going to be very important. AI is basically an ingredient found in just about everything these days. Um, we're going to have to work more on mobile devices, you know, for the younger generation. They love that. Um, I'm, you know, I've I've adopted that too, you know, you know. So you really can't have the excuse of just like you know, oh, in, in my day, you know. We did everything in Excel and we loved it. You know, nobody loved Excel. You know, <laughs> so and um, augmented reality is very important too, especially for training. You know, and and for um, people growing in a career path. You know, here you can put on these goggles and you can experience. Okay, this is what working at the front desk is like. You know, are you ready for somebody to scream at you at three in the morning? You know, when there's no um, uh, towels in in their hotel room, um, uh, can you handle an angry client? Can you handle a, a, a Coworker who's going through a challenge, you know, and yeah. th these are these are things that that training happens. You know, I saw one application. Um, I interviewed one person, and he put on the uh, the VR reality goggles, and it was how to prepare for an armed robbery. You oh, know, wow. and yeah, yeah, it gets really intense. And he said it was, it, you know, those devices are nausea inducing as as they are. But having somebody point a shotgun at you, trying to own, uh, open up the safe that only has fifty dollars in it, you know, just like that's that's a skill that's a skill set in and of itself. Yeah. Yeah. I am curious about you know VR as I as I think about that becoming more prominent. You know, I have I have kids, I have teenage boys, mm -hmm. and and they play VR all the time, and I get a kick out of it. But I think about the applications for that in the mm -hmm. workspace. You know. This is not a prediction. It's more of a curiosity on what you think. But do you think we'll ever get to a point where we've, um, where we live as an avatar and we work as an avatar and we have interactions with our boss, our one-on-ones, and we're both in our houses, but we have our own mask and our persona we've brought to the table for work? Uh, I think Bill Gates said that you know all business meetings in three years are going to be uh, taking place in virtual reality. Mark Zuckerberg is working on this. You know. Um, we can all laugh at the screenshots and the the, <laughs> right. the available art right now. But like you know, do you remember texting on your very first phone? And yeah. What a nightmare it was. But it it soon became wonderful and became functional. And now this is how people primarily communicate. You know, um, VR and in the metaverse. You know, we'll see. But at some point, are you breaking down layers between you and your manager, or are you just building layers between your manager? That's the question. I think that's the question they have to answer. Yeah, I want to switch gears a little bit. You've you've done some writing around disaster preparedness and um, re had written an article about 9/11. I'm curious as we think forward for the inevitable next pandemic, the inevitable mm -hmm. next tragedy. You know, here in the U.S., I feel like we've had a blind eye to some stuff and it, it keeps coming up more and more. How is tech influencing or helping us be more prepared and how should we be thinking about that as HR professionals? Well, everything's stored on the cloud these days, so you don't have physical records. Um, I'm old enough to remember around 9-11, a little bit before, there was a crane accident in Manhattan and um, I, nobody no, nobody uh, died from injuries because of that. You know, it was just a, a stupid crane, you know, fell into a stupid building. But somebody, um, the hero of the day was the, was the 
office assistant who grabbed the paper Rolodex, the little file with, yeah. all the, with all the client phone numbers and everything. And she took it and she ran, you know, as building inspectors were say, or firemen were saying, you got to leave, you got to leave now. So she was the hero of the day. Now that information is stored on the cloud. People have access to it. Uh, you know, besides manufacturing and maybe certain hands-on um, enterprises, you know, working from home hasn't really been a disaster, you know, and in fact, you know, um, it's allowed uh, people to continue working. It's allowed them to, to stay in contact. I wonder if this technology existed on 9-11 after a pandemic, if it would have been, you know, as tragic as it was, you know, because, you know, people working from home. And there's, there's something to be said for, you know, just having, you know, a, a spread out workforce, you know, people are working where they want to work, you know, and uh, they're not spending, you know, half their salary, you know, on commuting. There definitely is a, a new thing that we have to consider as HR professionals when it comes to this increased remote workforce, you know, things like carpal tunnel right? yes. and ergonomics and all of the kind of things that we're now experiencing because we've come more digital, more tech, you know, I, are you standing up? Are you, right. take, are you walking around your house? Are you, are you breathing fresh air? Yeah. You know, you know, you know, could those could those sweatpants and, and sweatshirts, you, you know, use a run through the laundry? You know? <laughs> yes. Yes. I um, I have built into my day like 20 minute breaks every couple hours because I realized for myself going and, and I was lucky. I had a couple remote days before the pandemic, but going fully remote. You know, at first I was working probably 12 hours a day because you'd get done and you'd go into your living room and you'd be like, well, I don't really want to watch TV. I'll just get back online. I'll bring my laptop to the living room, right. you know, and, and I think that has changed. I think that's less and people are finding their routines. But, yeah, you got to get up. You got to move. You know, um, I'm curious in the next several years, are we going to see things like increased heart disease and, and some of those things from having a more sedentary life and it makes me think of the movie wally right when exactly. <laughs> when they go to the buy a lot Great and they movie. all just you know gain weight and, and become out of shape you know as you have walked the floor and, and you're going to spend some more time out there what is something that you wish hr tech would embrace that you see in other tech places what should hr tech embrace um they're embracing it right now. They're embracing AI. They're embracing the move to to uh, digital transformations. They're embracing mobile technologies. Uh, you know, uh, they're some of the things that they have to embrace are more concepts. You know, they have to realize that um, you know bagels in the break room isn't going to cut it. You know, they you know there's we're you know there's quiet quitting going on, and that's really just good old fashioned complaining. You know, they're not quitting. They're just like kind of like saying, you know what, I, I'm not inspired. I don't feel uh, valued. I don't feel like I have a career path or a career growth. And, you know, maybe, you know, um, we all have parents, you know, who work extremely, extremely hard. And for for what? For a gold watch? I mean, you know, I mean, I don't want my 40 years as a professional journalist to boil down to a Timex, you know, that's kind of shiny when I'm wearing an Apple uh, iWatch. So I, it's, I think it's concepts that they have to embrace. And they're talking about these concepts. You know, how do you build a team over corporate culture? You know, what is corporate culture? You know, um, and are you on TikTok? I love TikTok. HR TikTok is fascinating. And it, it is. I have, um, and I don't know her handle off the top of my head, but she is doing these short videos and she pretends to be talking to a manager. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Completely inspiring, short, easy to the point. Um, and be, the format has allowed her to have all the conversations that HR people actually really want to have with leaders sometimes. Right. 
It's very fascinating. It is. It really, really is. And there's there's so much you can learn and so much you can discuss there. And it's basically, and they're not talking about lines of code and bits of hardware. They're talking about how to connect to employees. Um, and you, know, you there's we've seen the great resignation. People are looking for greener pastures. And a lot of this stuff is out there, and, and companies are raising their pay and their bonuses and their and their cost of living expenses, which is really really smart. Um, uh, an analyst said this uh, this time last year uh, at at a great resignation panel. She said, um, you know, employers are going to just are just going to have to pay more. You know, that's the bottom line. Nobody wants to say it. Nobody wants to hear it. You know, and I get these pitches in my email inbox all the time. Employees are leaving because of bad technology. No, they're not. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I'm not leaving because I'm I'm using a ThinkPad and I'd rather use an Apple uh, MacBook. You know. Yeah. You know, people are leaving because they're looking for a greater value career path. They're looking for salaries, or they, or they're trying to uh, escape the orbit of a bad manager. Yeah, and I think those who don't have the tech that they want, the more savvy younger generation, they just they go find the app that fills that tech void for them. Right. I mean, I I spend a lot of time doing that if some tool I have isn't working, I just go find one that does. You know, I don't, I wouldn't consider leaving my employer over it for sure. I once edited a story for a young um, gen, not, she was a very, very young millennial. And, okay. and I, she wrote a new story and I wrote back, you gotta rewrite this, rewrite that. And and uh, and she said, I'm on the subway. I'll, I'll, I'll do it in, in, in one minute. And I'm just like, how? And she's like, I have all the editing tools on my iPhone. And the crotchety old man in me, the Abe Simpson in me, came out and I was just like, you have to get back to a laptop, young lady, and you have right. to do this. This is about respectful. And she did this, the edits while sitting, or she might have been like, you know, standing up and like, you know, holding the, yeah. you know, the, the pole while she was just, you know, um, you know, texting in um, my answers with her thumb, you know, and that worked out fine. And I think perfectly fine. that's how we kind of change this view of w where work happens. Exactly. You know, Adam Grant's talking a lot about that, about the idea of flexibility. And it doesn't just mean remote work. It means where I work, who I work with, when I work with, the tools I have access to. I'm actually really excited about what's next for HR, what's next for HR tech. I think there's so many cool things that we're going to see in the next couple of years. And they're so dedicated to it. And um, there's a... This is a great market. There is money out there. There are funds. There are budgets. People, you know, you cannot live with the same solution that's 20 years old, that's 15 years old. You know, you have to update. And um, just um, one complaint that I hear from, from HR leaders, you know, I, I always ask them, what's your silver bullet? What's the one piece of technology that you want? And more than ever, they say, I really want a clearinghouse, a single dashboard where I could see you know, uh, this application, that application, the talent acquisition things, everything from like the performance reviews, survey results, you know, the, the mood, you know, pulse surveys, things like that. I, they want it stored into one go-to dashboard that they could say, oh, okay, you know, we have five people um, uh, calling out because of COVID. Okay, so there's a little spike in the COVID uh, numbers here. Who they work with? Who were they uh, next to? Um, where you know people are, are are asking for performances. This person's, you know, 18 months overdue for their performance review. You know, we have to get this done. You know, and or that person is not. They're not showing up at the meetings. You know, they're there, but they're not showing up. And so that's where performance reviewed. You know, uh, algorithms can can help out. 
I can't wait for the company that kind of unlocks it all. Because I think, you know, right now we use so many different tools that that dashboard is a dream big for everybody in HR because there isn't, nobody's cracked the code on it yet, you know. Once that happens and the algorithms can give you this really rich data that then you can use and go and build the amazing cultures, it's really going to be a game changer for HR. It really will. It really will. And and people want this to happen, you know. And I think employers want this to happen too. You know, they're they're slowly getting the message that that you know the HR tools, you know, are key for creating a a, a wonderful and inspiring employee uh, relationship, you know, and a corporate culture. And that's what it is about the day. At the end of the day, this is what we they want to deliver, and because this is what they want to offer to their workers. Well, this Phil, this was such a great conversation. I'm excited that you had a few minutes to spend with me here at HR Tech, and I'm excited to to see what you write about next and as our field kind of evolves in this space. Thanks. I hope to see you on the floor. Yep, absolutely. This podcast is brought to you by Paylocity, a leading HCM provider that frees you from the tasks of today so you can focus more on the promise of tomorrow. If you'd like to submit a topic or appear as a guest on a future episode, email us at pctytalks at paylocity.com.